Seeking out this company itself is a meritorious act. And then if somebody is so fortunate that Allah Ta'ala sends this company out to seek them, that they are not actually the seeker, but they are the besought. So these are those awliyaullah, special awliyaullah. That Imam Zabani, Mujaddad al-Fisani, Shaykh Ahmed Sirhindi, Rehmanullah Ta'ala mentioned clearly in his maktubat and his letters that these are the highest level of awliya. They are those who are, which have nisbatul irshad. Means that their life mission is to go and spread this nur of wilayat. To go and share the nur of wilayat. To present themselves in different places and corners of the world and to conduct gatherings, medallists, for these seekers. And our own Shaykh, Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah, Hazrat Shaykh Hafiz Zulfiqar Ahmed Nakshibundi, Mujaddadi, Dhamad, Barakatum, and Aliyah, is one of the greatest awliyaullah alive today, who, and especially has this Nisbati Irshad, that so many dams and so many medallists and so many travels and so many gatherings and so many opportunities for engagement with the seekers. And Alhamdulillah, starting tomorrow, we are having our annual gathering here in Pakistan and it is a source of dreams for Listeners, those who may even not be aware that sometimes these awliyaullah mashayikh, they have special gatherings. What does that mean? Special doesn't mean exclusive. Special means wide open to everyone. But by special, it means that they make a special arrangement and they plan an intense three-day gathering which we call ijtima. And in that ijtima, then there, alhamdulillah, already many Ulama and Mashaikh and Awliyaullah and Shaykh al Hadith and Muftis have already arrived and there are many more expected. And every year, Alhamdulillah, this is an annual gathering and tens of thousands of people come. And this is a great event and a momentous occasion. And there are very few places less like this on earth. Very few such gatherings in which the purpose of the gathering is not to propagate any movement or to propagate any ideology, or to propagate any sect, or to propagate any politics. But the purpose of the gathering is only and only to seek the pleasure of Allah SWT, only and only to draw oneself closer to Allah SWT. These are majalas of tazkiyah. These are gatherings in which we come to purify our heart, to discipline our nafs, to purify our mind. And these are very special gatherings. Um, that we are blessed that this will be the 14th gathering that I myself annual ijtima and gathering that we will be attending and alhamdulillah we can tell you from the very first one that we experienced which was back in 1998 that people come from all over the world and it's an incredible sight to see the adab and the talab means the manner and propriety and comportment and then the means the desire and passion with which people come. 
And this is a tradition that Sayyidina Rasulullah mentioned extensively in hadith, that we should seek out the gatherings of the righteous. All of us would know the Sahih hadith in which there was a person who the Prophet mentioned the story from the Bani Israel, and there was a person who killed 100 people. And he was advised to go seek the majalis of the awliya. Means he was gathered to go, go and travel to such and such a village wherein, wherein there are some people who are the worshippers of Allah SWT, the lovers of Allah SWT, and by seeking their company, just the act of seeking their company, let alone reaching them, let alone being with them, just the act of that mass murderer seeking the company of the Allah, of the Mutakeen, of the Salihin, of the Siddiqeen, was something that Allah Ta'ala honored so much that Allah Ta'ala forgave him for all of his sins, including such terrible sins as committing a murder of a hundred people. So if then we don't have such sins, that we're not mass murderers, and if we also then set out and try to travel to the gatherings of those people who are the lovers of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make tawbah, to learn taqwa from them, to learn zikr from them, so then it makes us expect that Allah ta'ala would then send his tawbah and his karam and his rahmah and his grace and his generosity and his mercy upon such a seeker. So the way of our deen. And Sayyidina Salman al-Farsi radiallahu ta'ala anhu and many other sahaba ikram radiallahu ta'ala anhum ajma'in were exemplars of this that they actually were traveling the world seeking seeking a gathering in which they would be changed they realized that I'm not going to be able to change myself at home I won't be able to change myself in my daily routine I can't change myself in my existing circumstances I can't change myself in my existing surroundings. I need to go. I need to travel. I need to make a break with what I've been doing. I need to search out for search out and reach out for the mercy of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. And then later on, this tradition was all. tradition of traveling was also undertaken for the sake of the deen places such an incredible emphasis on traveling even all the way up to migrating for the sake of Allah for the sake of our deen for the sake of coming closer to deen even if it was just incrementally closer. But that is why then our awliyaullah and Mashaikh they conduct such gatherings. That okay, maybe the vast majority of people today are too weak in their iman to make hijra, that they can migrate and resettle themselves. But they have the himma, they have the strength and the willpower, and they have the iman that enables them to travel for the sake of the tazkiyah. So the traveling tradition remains alive, alhamdulillah, in our ummah. And this act of traveling, just this act of suffer or traveling, itself is greatly blessed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
Now, what happens is, is that shaitan always tries to make a person disappointed, always tries to make a person pessimistic about their chances of success on anything related to deen. Rather, what shaitan wants is that we should view ourselves as a failure in deen, and that we should, and because of that, we end up becoming a self-fulfilling prophecy, and we end up becoming a failure in deen. Now, Allah SWT wants that a person should always be hopeful, hopeful of the mercy of Allah hopeful of success, and really, it's that hope which is required for anybody to make any travel. It's not possible to journey for the sake of Allah SWT, to travel in the path of Allah SWT, unless a person had a hope, and not just a glimmer of a hope, but a strong hope, that, Ya Allah, Ya Bikrim, I'm nothing, and I was unaware to have those amal saleh to have the righteous deeds and acts of worship that I should have. I was unaware, unable to have the adab and akhlaq, the characteristics that I should have. I was unable to do the level of ibadah or worship of you that I should have. But still, I'm traveling for the sake of making myself closer to you. I'm going to undertake a journey to seek your qurb and your rahmah. And I'm full of hope that just this act of traveling and just this act yearning will enable me to become beloved to you. This is the extreme level of hope that Allah SWT has placed in our deen. And these gatherings of our Mashaif and awliyaullah, this is their ihsan or this is their grace and favor of theirs upon us that they conduct such gatherings, they provide such opportunities for the salikin and seekers on this path to assemble and gather around them and to gather near them. If there are any of our listeners who have never experienced such a thing, we must know that if we look at the Sunnah model of Tazkiyah, and we look in the model of Tazkiyah of the Sahaba, Tabin, Tabay, Tabin, Salaf, Salahin, and Ulama, and even if we look at the stories from Quran al-Kareem about earlier Ummas, we see this notion of traveling. Traveling and journeying for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and we see the second concept, which is the concept of gathering that we mentioned in the very outset of tonight's program, the notion of a majlis, of a gathering, and this assembly and gathering of the lovers of Allah SWT, whenever in this world, in whichever part of the planet Earth, that the lovers of Allah SWT gather and assemble, that place becomes a magnet that attracts the mercy, special mercies of Allah SWT, special blessings of Allah SWT. This is why Sayyidina Rasulullah SAW mentioned the hadith, that there were some people who were sitting in madras zikr and gathering in which they were remembering Allah SWT and Allah SWT sent an angel down and Allah SWT asked the angel to ask them what it is that they seek and what it is that they want and there's a long hadith but at the end of which then Allah SWT tells the angel that decree my mercy for them that announce my mercy for them that let them know of my mercy upon them and know that I forgive them for all of their sins. So one of the angels, they then respond to Allah, Ya Allah, there is one person who is sitting with him today who is just a passerby. He happened to be passing through. He's just sitting with them on this one occasion. Otherwise, he's not a regular member of the assembly. He's not regularly one of those who comes for the gathering. But he is present today. 
So what about this person? Should we forgive all their sins also, even though they just came temporarily? So Allah SWT said, yes, that you should fulfill this person's Allah SWT tells the angels that yes, you should forgive this person for all of their sins as well. And then Allah SWT says a beautiful line to the angels, وَلَأْهُمْ رِجَالٌ لَا That No, these are such people that they are so beloved to Allah SWT. That Allah SWT is so fond of them. That Allah SWT honors them so much. لَا That anybody who sits in their gathering, sits in their presence, لا that such a person will never become shaqi, they will never become mahroom or deprived of iman before they pass away. They will never lose on the bounties and favors, puzzle and karam of Allah subhanahu they will never become shaqi. All of this was what? Promised. Allah Ta'ala promising that this person will never fall to ruin or fall to punishment. Why? What did they do? They were jaleez. They were a person who chose to sit in the gatherings of the zakirin, of the awliya, of the lovers of Allah SWT. So this notion of simply being kunuma sadiqin, that's what it means to simply be with them, be near them, be around them. All of that is kunuma sadiqin. And so we have to examine our own lives and our lifestyles and how much of our life have we spent in the company of the awliya Allah, in the majalis of the awliya Allah, in the gatherings of the awliya Allah? How many times have we spent seeking the pleasure of Allah Taala solely for His name and solely in His grace? So if we realize this, then we should all, every one of us, make niyyah or intention on this night that we too want to have this honor and grace that only Allah SWT can give tawfiq, grant us ability, and give us ability, and bestow upon a person the honor and grace we attend these gatherings, and attend the gatherings of the Mashaif and awliya. But even though many people in our listenership tonight will not be able to attend the gatherings live, because they're listening from different parts of the world, but alhamdulillah, these gatherings will be broadcast online on our website of the Hanukkah of our Shaykh www.tasawwuf.org and a person can even sitting in their home now through the barak of this technology join these gatherings live in real time and this is another way of doing amal uh, and practicing and making practice upon Allah's command in Quran that you oh you believe you must join your being and let your being join the gatherings of the of the sadiqeen, of the true ones. So then, whether a person listens online, or listens to recording later, or reads a book later, but this is the way of suhba. Suhba means companionship, association, affiliation with the awliyaullah. And this is another great task of the awliyaullah, like we mentioned, that Allah Ta'ala set upon them, and a great grace they've done in this ummah, is they conduct these majalis, they make these majalis open to everyone, they conduct bayanat and etc. that are open to everyone. So alhamdulillah means that in this world and in our ummah, there are still some fountains of nur, fountains of zikr, 
fountains of tazkiyah, fountains of tasawwuf, fountains of love for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, fountains of fear for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So these places are the places that we go for these different gatherings. Places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be loved and loved and more loved. Places where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be entreated and entreated and supplicated and worshipped and more worshipped. So these are blessed gatherings. That's why it's very important that now we may not be able to do this every day, but our own advice that we often give our own students, especially the men, is that at least two to three times a year a person should partake of these of this notion of journeying, traveling, or otherwise of sitting and gathering in these great gatherings that the awliyaullah conduct or to travel with them in their travels to do amal on this verse of Quran, Makunu Masadikin, that we need to be in their company and to be in their under the shade of their guidance and to fall under the wing of their humility as is their sunnah of Satan and their sunnah way that they follow to be a clean sunnah sunnah. So this is another tradition that we must revive in our ummah. That more and more of Mashaif and Omiya Allah and more sharing of all of their teachings in the widespread ummah. We make dua that Allah subhanahu wa accept all of those who will be coming to the gathering of our shaykh in the next few days, accept all of those who will listen online, accept with his love and mercy all of those who may listen later, and also may Allah subhanahu wa accept with his love and mercy all of those who in any way, shape, or form partake of and, and participate and bring themselves to the gatherings of any of the awliyaullah and mashayikh this is another very important aspect of the sawaf historically that we have left again because we have a very upper class five star VIP armchair treatment understanding of the sawaf that the sawaf necessarily involves some type of rehla some type of journeying traveling for men and then also some type of sitting and associating some type of gatherings and this is one of the ways why Allah Santa made man a social animal so that they would be able to partake in gatherings that are beneficial to them. And we make dua to Allah Santa guide each and every one of us on the path that leads to his utmost pleasure and that may he guide us to those gatherings and to those people and to those moments and those occasions and those times in which we can learn and learn the love for Allah Taala, in which we can beg ourselves to the elders of the Sultan the Kibari Mashaikh and Akabar Ulama and we make dua that Allah Taala protect each and every one of us from the fitnas and trials of shaitan and our nafs may Allah Taala accept us to make the journey from ignorance into knowledge to make the journey from sin into obedience to make the journey from ghaslat into zikr and that may Allah Taala change all of our sayyat and hasanat and similarly may he change all of our moments and times of ghafalat of heedlessness into zikr into remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wa akhir da'wana alhamdulillah ilam bin amani